0: All right. this morning I want to get right into what I'm going to share about for just a few minutes and it's mostly about our trip and then we want to give uh, Rick plenty of time and today is Mission Sunday. Don't we love Mission Sunday? We love Mission Sunday and so I'm going to be sharing for a minute and then we will be receiving the offering and and tithe and giving you a chance to invest in what you've heard. So we, we... as a church, we have a real heart for missions. One of our core values is investing in home and world missions. We want to invest in home and world missions. It's huge to us as a church. How many of you have ever been in a church that loved missions as much as we do? I I don't know of a, a church that Uh, I'm sure there is because a lot of folks are good and they love missions But but I don't know of many churches that put the emphasis on missions that we do And it's not just across the world or across the pond missions is here locally missions is in our back door Can I have an amen? missions is right here as well So jared's going to help me on a few slides as we kind of walk through Uh carrying out the great commission, you know, we're not called to just fellowship fellowship is great We're not called to just gather we're not we're called to go out and make disciples, and so that is something that we, we really endeavor to do. Jared, go to the next slide. He's going to help me here as we walk through these. Look at the next screen. Uh, it says, uh, no, that was good. Yeah, 2 Corinthians 7.4. I wanted to show you this just for a few minutes and tie this in to, to missions. Paul said in 2 Corinthians. Now, if there's a 2 Corinthians, that means there's a 1 Corinthians. How many of you have ever read 1 Corinthians? That's the great woodshed in the Bible. Paul took the Corinthians to the woodshed in 1 Corinthians and really disciplined them, corrected them. He really uh, spoke very hard to them, but in love, and he corrected some things that were out of line. So now we find ourselves in 2 Corinthians. How many know there is hope for all of us? There is hope because this church was giving Paul a lot of trouble. This church was giving him a a lot of difficulty, a lot of challenges. Frankly, very fleshly. They were very a carnal bunch of people. And look what here Paul says. He says, I have the highest confidence in you. So he went from you need to get your act together, you need to straighten up, you're embarrassing the gospel to saying I have the highest confidence in you. He goes on to say I take great pride in you. This is a church that he had so many issues with. He says you have greatly encouraged, you have greatly encouraged me and made me happy despite all of our troubles, despite all we've been through. You've helped me and you've greatly encouraged me. So this morning in Mission Sunday, I want to just tie in for a moment how missions encourages those around us. It encourages the world. It encourages all the missionaries that we support. It encourages us as a body of Christ. This is our part in the kingdom of God. This is a part that we can have. Have you ever read in the Bible about Barnabas? Anybody ever heard of Barnabas? Barnabas, his real name was Joseph. If you read Acts 4, he sold a piece of land and he he gave it to the vision of the church. He invested it into the ministry. And it says he was, the apostles changed his name from Joseph to Barnabas. And Barnabas means son of encouragement. So he had a nickname. He wasn't just Joseph. He was so encouraging and so generous that they gave him a nickname. And it was the encourager, son of encouragement. And Barnabas encouraged Paul. And we see that all throughout the scriptures. Now look at verse 5. I want you to see this. Verse 5 says this. When we arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for us. We faced conflict from every direction with battles on the outside and fear on the inside. Not only were there external battles and pressure, but there was fear on the inside. All of our missionaries we support deal with this. They they have times of no rest. They have times of challenges. They have times of battles on the outside, fear on the inside. But look at verse 6. I want you to see this. Verse 6 says this. But God, who encourages. So when we're down, when we're facing troubles, when our missionaries are having a hard road, when our ministries we support are having challenges, God encourages us who are discouraged. He encouraged us by. Now I would like you to repeat that phrase in red, just for it's strategic. I want you to do this with me if you can't ready. Encouraged us by. Let's say it one more time. Ready? Encouraged us by he encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. So how did God encourage Paul, who was a missionary? He sent someone. He sent a person. They sent Titus. And any time they would send someone, they would send offerings. It's not mentioned here, but I could almost guarantee that Titus came and brought financial support. And it greatly encouraged Paul. He said, I'm not alone. I'm not doing this by myself. I'm not out here. This, I am making a difference, I am making an impact. And church, I want to tell you that our church is sending out encouragement each and every month. Each and every month, we send out encouragement to, I think, 25 different ministries and missionaries. Come on, can we give God thanks? We're sending out encouragement with our finances. This week in Nicaragua, we were with Pastor Alvaro. We're going to show you his picture in a minute. He was greatly encouraged by our church in the way we've been able to invest in missions. Right, Jared, go to the first uh, picture. I want to show you the first slide. Real quick, just want to give you some highlights about missions. We're having a local ministry impact. Is Pastor Michael in here. Candy is. I don't know where he is right now. But we partner with KITCO, Knoxville Inner City Kids Outreach. They give away close to a thousand Christmas presents every year to children who have needs, children who are underprivileged and may not have a lot of resources. Look at the next picture. You'll recognize these folks. This the next slide is this. You'll see. Uh, Uh, Bill and Janice Clark, that's Pastor Michael's mom and dad. They're dressed up in all their Christmas things and they've got their tree. Go to the next slide, Jared. I want you to see this. This is what they're doing now. We support them every month. We send them finances personally and as a church. This is all the kids there sitting ready. They pull up the truck and they say, God loves you. And they give out Christmas presents. They are bringing encouragement to entire neighborhoods, locally, locally. That's happening. Now look at the next thing. Can I borrow one of these? Go to the next slide. We are right now, how many of these do we have? 37. 37. We have compiled and made 37 stockings that are going to children at Holston Middle School who were nominated to receive these, and it's from our church. And so as those children get these stockings full of wonderful blessings there at Holston School, as they open those stockings, it is going to be amazing the love of God they feel. Next week we're going to bring them all in and we're going to pray over them. And having many of Paul can pray over a handkerchief and people get healed? We can pray over a stocking and people feel the love of God. So we're sending 30 plus of those out to our local community and it's, it's just, this is how our church is encouraging people. We're sending encouragement. Now let me show you the next slide here what we did in Nicaragua. Nicaragua there in Central America. Go to the next one. This is Pastor Alvaro his wife, Carol a., and I can't even pronounce his children's names, but they are wonderful, godly children. <laughs> I know this is uh, Alvarito, and this is uh, Samilia, but I can't—I don't even know what her name is, and I feel very bad. But they're a wonderful family. How many of you were here when Pastor Alvaro came and preached to us? We've been working with him for about five years now, great man of God. When we first went to his church, it was a tiny little room, about a fourth of the size of this, and they were just jam-packed in, and they did, had very... Rough concrete and it didn't have air conditioner or anything like that and over the last four or five years We've invested money and invested money uh, Us along with other ministries and now go to the next slide jared Now he has built a wonderful church. This is his church It's it's the oasis of blessing and it says welcome for those of you that can't read spanish And the very top level when I went in june the top level was not there this was just built since June. I was just in Nicaragua with Pastor Alvaro in June, and this is now Katie's Light. This is a this is a vision that God gave Pastor David Hughes, many of you know him. He's been here many times and preached. He's from West Tennessee. He's one of my spiritual fathers in the faith. In June, the Lord spoke to him that, and, and it was confirmed through the pastor's wife that they were going to have a ministry where they rescued women out of trafficking. Trafficking is a terrible, terrible problem in Nicaragua. The ladies have no way to buy food. They have no way to earn a living. They don't have any education. So they, they traffic themselves as a way to provide for their family. So go to the next slide. I want to show you here just a few. Uh, just a few. There we go. We're inside Katie's Light, one of the nicest buildings in the neighborhood. If I showed you the community, you would be amazed at how nice this is for this community. They actually accused Pastor Alvaro of dealing drugs (laughs) because there's no other way that he could pay for this except the glory of God. It was $25,000 in three, four months. Which is a miracle. And so, do you have that video, Jared? I want you to watch a very, very short video about Katie's Like They'll be able to house 10 women, uh, fully give them education, teach them a trade, teach them to sew, teach them to cook, and then they will have room for their families. And this is just an amazing thing that God is doing in Nicaragua. We have helped finance this. We have sent money to this project. So watch this very short video. Hello, church family. Pastor Avro, we're here at Katie's Life, and we want to thank you for supporting this project. We still have a lot of needs. We need to finish the kitchen, and the need carpet, and so we want you to pray about helping us finish this project. God has done marvelous things in the last three, four months, but there's still work to be done. This is Pastor Avro, and I want him to, to tell you about this project, what Katie's Life is, and i uh, to we'll turn it over to Pastor Alvaro. Pastor James.
1: Thank you very much, Pastor James. We have been working for the last past four months. Estamos haciendo un centro de so what we're to do is we're, to get a, we're building a place to rescue lugar que va a a It will be a place to save the young ladies of being in traffic. Que están en tráfico youth, youth that are being used in the traffic of sex. Que está en you have young ladies that are under. under uh, bondage of sex. So we already have the rooms that are ready. But we also have a kitchen. Ah, uh, falta we need, we need a lot of work to get done. Ah, yeah. We have to buy some stuff so the kitchen but we believe that this project is going to bless a lot of people because there is a lot of need many people that need to be delivered
0: well thank you Pastor Robert for your hard work and praying for you and your family and uh, God's done a great thing to you Amen. amen come on can we give God thanks for what the Lord is doing In June, that wasn't even there. That's how awesome the Lord is. I think there's one more picture you'll see. Uh, Jared just some inside shots so Katie's light this is the kitchen that we, we need to finish and this is This is just a shot there and they need some carpet, but the Lord is doing a great work there All right, go on to the next slide. So this was we did the dedication service uh, On the trip for Katie's light It was a very powerful time Also, we blessed five families with much-needed construction projects. We uh, Pastor Alvaro gave us names of folks in his church and we were able to go and we built bathrooms for people that never had Bathrooms we built bedrooms There was an entire family living in a one-room house. At nighttime, the teenagers would go to Pastor Alvaro's church to sleep. He would meet them there and unlock the door so they would have a place to sleep because there wasn't room. We built a bedroom. It's not a big bedroom. It's not like you think in your bedroom. It had a concrete floor, block walls, but it was about the size from here to here. We put an electrical outlet in there so the guy can charge his phone and have a light. And We put mattresses. You would have thought he won the lottery because now he doesn't have to leave and sleep in the church. It's amazing. Now, go to. Let me show you this next video here. I want you to watch this quick little story about the, one of the bathrooms that we built for a lady. He was seventy years old, and she had never had a bathroom. This is another house that we were building a bathroom. We didn't quite get that finished on that day. Ava was uh, laying block, praise the Lord. No, she wasn't. She was watching. Angelita. But uh, here we go. Show this quick video. Uh,
2: everybody, this is Angelita. Angelita. Um, her her position at the church is she keeps the altar clean and straight she does a very good job of it she takes it very seriously Mm. this is um one of the projects that pastor Alvaro had on his heart uh, to do for for her is um, this was just a a porch area it had the roof it had the block wall up front had a dirt floor so if you if you take a shot of this little water spigot with the bucket right there that was all the water that she had Uh, so What we did was, is we put her in a concrete floor. Um, we put up this wall here. We put up this wall here, and across the front, poured concrete in here. And now she's got uh, a, a working toilet with with plumbing. It flushes. Um, she's got her a shower, and she's got her a little sink on the wall right here. Uh, something like this. It's um, you know, I mean, imagine going without a shower, taking baths with just washing uh taking sponge baths with just bucket water so uh this is a real blessing for her and we're really thankful to be able to do this um something like this believe it or not only costs between five and six hundred u.s dollars uh takes takes very little money to make a big difference in somebody's life amen
0: come on can we give god thanks again I'm holding a bathroom for someone, just to put it in perspective, makes me wish I had a flip phone, just to be honest with you. So that's what we did. Bless five families. Look at the next screen as we get ready to introduce Rick. I wanted to just show you we did a pastors conference. Had approximately 500 pastors there. Uh, they already want us to come back in March, and there's already a thousand pastors lined up and committed. They want to come and be a part of what God is doing. Go to the next slide. There's Ava at the Pastors Conference, and there's me. I got to speak for a little bit there. It was a very exciting time. All right, now we also engaged local churches, and I know it looks like he's flipping people off, but he's not. It's his (laughs) pointer finger. Uh, But uh, they had a special dance team prepared for us, and it was really a blessing. Uh, We got to preach at this church on Sunday. All right, go to the next slide. We had two salvation and healing crusades, and we estimated between the two, there was about 5,000 folks in attendance. There had never been an evangelistic healing and salvation crusade in this community. Can we give God thanks? Come on, let's thank the Lord for this. We sent as a church $1,000 that that came in that we helped raise, uh, sent as a church to this to help invest in this crusade. We had testimony after testimony of folks that were healed and that were delivered and set free. It was an awesome time in the Lord. Go to the next screen. There were just people as far as you could see. There's little Ava laying hands on people. I was up on the stage leading the healing time, leading the healing service and letting people come up and share testimonies. And the Lord was giving words for people. And Ava was supposed to stay on the stage stage i said ava stay on the stage because there's thousands of people and i'm up there just talking and blessing people and the lord's flowing and i looked and i was like where's ava i don't see her and she i looked down she had went got a translator and she went down and started praying for people and i was like well i guess we'll just trust the lord that she'll be okay but i was so so happy don't tell her mother oh you're here i'm sorry miss tara (laughs) tara all right go to the next screen we're almost done but it was powerful this was the altar call for salvation Hundreds came down to receive Christ and we were able to take them to the side afterwards and get their name And help connect them with a the local church and the lord moved in a mighty mighty way. All right next screen So how can you get involved? I want bruce to go ahead and start playing I want our ushers to come As we get ready to receive the morning's tithe and offering How can you help we need three thousand dollars to finish the kitchen for katie's light? I would love our church to be a part of that. We don't have to do it all god. will use other people But we can be a part of that Christmas gifts for children. I'll show you some pictures in just a second. Every year in Nicaragua, they bless about 150 children with the only Christmas gift they will get that year. And Pastor Alvaro is raising money for that. We need about $1,000 for that. And then we have some local blessings we want to do here in our congregation that we need about $600 for how many know this is sending encouragement? How many think the, the, the folks that are going to be rescued from trafficking in Katie's light because we help buy a stove? How many think they're going to be encouraged in the Lord? We're sending encouragement just like Titus was sent to Paul for encouragement. So look at these last screens as we pray. I want you to see this. This is the, the Christmas gift in Nicaragua. This is what they do. They bring all these precious children in. They have a huge party, and they celebrate Jesus. They love them. They preach Jesus to them. Go to the next one. That's all the gifts they wrapped. It takes about $1,000 to do that. And then the last screen, you'll see they feed them as well. And they love soda. They love soda. They'll sneak in the back and drink the entire bottle. They love, love soda. I want to pray and ask the Lord to touch your heart this morning. You may not have any to contribute towards this right now, but we're going to be investing in this continually. So if you wonder what we do with the money you put in the plate, there you go. That's what we're doing. And and, and the more we give, the more we can do. The more you give, the more we can encourage others. You know, several years ago, I stood on this stage right here. and We had about 15, 20 people in our, in our congregation. David will remember this. And I said, the Lord is going to use this church to be a resource to the nations. I prophetically spoke that God was going to use this church to be a resource to ministers and ministries. And that when ministries needed something, they would call us. When Rick Travers internationally needs a plane ticket, he could call us. When Brooke and Tyler on the UT campus need something, they could call us. And guess what? They do. It's coming to pass. We are resourcing ministers and ministries, and we thank God for it. Lord, we thank you for your presence this morning.